Now, it was my fault that I didn't get to finally sit down with this one during Halloween, uh, though it premiered back then. I did only get to kind of sit down and watch it a couple of nights ago. Uh, it should have been in that string of films I did for the month of Halloween because, you know, it's worth it. You know, it's worth it for the Halloween season. I wouldn't say it's worth, you know, going to the theaters for, but it is a really interesting take on the whole, you know, possession kind of story. It, it kind of gives me these vibes of um, Incarnate, which was a film from, I want to say, 2010 or 2011, I believe. Could be wrong. Could be a little bit later than that. But that's a film with Aaron Eckhart. That's also a nice little new take on some of these ideas of possessions and exorcisms that, you know, just just elevate things a little bit. I was a big fan of Incarnate. And, you know, I'm a big fan of this for its simplicity. Again, not movies I feel deserve to be kind of seen in theaters. Though, you know, if that's where you choose to see it, by all means... Nothing wrong with going to the theaters to see a horror movie. It's just really tough for me to get there because I feel like I've wasted so much money on bad horror movies in theaters. And I just wasn't sure about this one. However, now after finally sitting down with it, if I was to have seen it in theaters, I wouldn't have found it to be a waste of money. You know, it is definitely, you know, missing a lot of things that it could have had that may, that would have elevated it a little bit. But it's still a good story for what it's trying to portray. So... The premise is that possessions are at an all-time high, and they had originally closed off the idea of exorcisms. And then because of the heightened possession numbers, you know, it's almost like a business deal. You know, the the, the numbers are high, and we got to go in there and do something about it. So, demonic possession is up, so they reopen exorcism schools. And now this is modern day, this isn't doesn't take place in, like, you know... 40s and 50s is modern day, you know, church, Christianity, and what they're doing is they're reopening these exorcism schools to teach new priests how to give correct exorcisms to help, you know, those who get possessed by demons. So that in and of itself is a kind of cool idea that they have this sort of school where some possessed people will kind of sit and they can be used as, you know, examples of whether or not they actually are possessed or they have some other sort of mental disability. And that and this is like kind of that middle ground where they decide what it is that is actually happening. So the main star is an actress called an actress called an actress named Jacqueline Byers. I don't know who that is. This this is, I think, one of her first feature films that came to, I want to say, America. She is very well known in um, Canadian. She's a, in Canada. She's a Canadian actress. Uh, she has been active for many years, but it's nothing that I've recognized. Like, I looked at her filmography. She hasn't been in much, even though she's been involved for almost 20 years. She's only got a couple of movies under her belt and a couple of TV shows, but nothing that I recognize, nothing that is sticking out to me. One of her main roles was a Canadian um, uh, suspense series. Or actually, it wasn't Canadian. It was called Salvation. I can't remember if it was Canadian or American. But that was her main kind of breakout role, I guess you can say. It didn't last very long from what I read. And it doesn't seem too interesting. You know, I don't really get what the premise is. I think it's something about like an asteroid that's going to hit Earth or something. Not necessarily worth it. And, you know, what I think is the main attraction for her is that 
at certain angles, she kind of looks like Florence Pugh. So I feel like this is almost similar to another scenario I got stuck with. It was a movie called Ready or Not. It was a movie about this wedding that turned into this hunt. So the the wife-to-be could prove herself to the son and the son's family. And that's essentially like if she survives, she gets to get married or she gets to live. It, it, I, I forget Ready or Not's premise off the top of my head right now. But I remember looking at that and it's starring Samara Weaving. But every promo shot you see, it looks like Margaret Robbie. So you see that and you see this, you know, the, there's this thing that floats around in Hollywood where a lot of people look very similar, you know. Uh, who else? Who else does <laughs> Margaret Robbie look like? But. This actress, to me, at certain points with the nun getup and the bleach blonde hair, she looks a lot like Florence Pugh. And I think that was meant to be this kind of thing that drawed you into it. Or it could just be that they were trying to really emphasize her as this being her first mainstream launching pad film that went into theaters. Because I don't believe anything else has. And she does a great job. I'm not trying to, like, say anything bad about her performance. She does a really good job as the main nun. And her essential premise is she's a nun who's trying to like fight for her like her right to administer exorcisms because only priests at the at this point are allowed to administer exorcisms so she's trying to become the first nun that's allowed to do so and there's this backstory about you know her mother was possessed and or at least she thinks she was or she has some sort of mental disability that made her believe she was possessed and she grew up in that environment and she had a really rough, you know, upbringing and she went in and out of homes and then she turned to the church and she's been a nun ever since. So that's the main premise of just about everything in the film. There is another kind of story that has to do with the little girl who becomes the focus of, you know, teaching exorcisms for the film. I don't want to get into that too well, because even though it is like a month after, maybe a month and a couple of days, you know, like 40 days after the, the film premiered, it is a kind of twist that I'm not going to say I saw coming, but when I sort of got the hint and realized that that's where they were going, I did appreciate it, because even though once you realize it, or if even if you're looking for it or not, once you realize it, I appreciated it because I thought it was a pretty decent twist. I thought it was enjoyable enough for me to say I like the, the the synchronicity of the situation. I like how they're able to make that kind of connection to everything. It's not a long movie. It's only 90 minutes. And that's the thing. Like It's a very basic horror movie that's doing a, the, the, the same story we've seen in all of these other possession and exorcism movies. It's just giving it its own little twist and trying to find another way to retell it. And I'm here for it. I'm always here for retellings of things we've already seen before, just done with this, this, this the, little, the little crumbles of, of extraness, the little bits that might make it kind of something different, so, something that kind of takes it away from what we thought it was going to be, what we are expecting out of it. And that's what I think this movie kind of brings to the table, and I appreciated it for that. Uh, that's really um, the only reason I kind of watched it was because that's what I... Originally from the trailer, I was getting the idea that she was already a nun that was brought in to do an exorcism, but it's not necessarily that. And the trailers do do it justice, and it definitely gets you intrigued to kind of uh, watch it. I'm talking positive about it simply because I know it's gotten 
huge negative responses. I know that across the board, not many people like this film, but I did. You know, I found it enjoyable and I felt like some positivity needed to be said about it.